welcome back to another episode of We Making It Woo. This is a weekly conversation of people making their dreams come true. If you didn't just notice, I changed the tagline. Let me know how you feel about it. As always, if you want to be a part of the conversation, please email me at katiesmiles.nyc. Katie, because it's my name, smiles, because... <laughs> I don't even really have to say it, .nyc, because that's where we at. Shout out to Mike Brunn and Kuhu Verma, who are the composer and vocalist on my opening soundtrack. We love you always. So what happened last night? I am recording on a Monday today. So what happened last night is I was recovering from said pride. Everybody, this is my first Manhattan pride, and I just have to um, say that it was almost, an, like, not even almost. It was by far one of the best and most heartwarming experiences I've ever had. Coming from Texas, coming from Houston, Pride was not something that I was familiar with. And so that it was World Pride this year, first of all, but also what Pride stands for in general, though there are some corporate things. Uh, what I think about with Pride is also... <laughs> Like, all the gay people come out. Me and my girlfriend are, my well, my girlfriend specifically, shout out to Emily, is always like, babe, where are these people the other 364 day or, like, the other 11 months in the year? They come out literally for June, and they all go back into hiding. <laughs> um, and it was so nice to see, I think it was, we had some people from Munich. We had people from Italy. We had people from Fort Lauderdale. We had people from Tampa. I even saw my hometown Houston represented in the parade. So just super shout out to everybody um, everywhere. It was an amazing, amazing, amazing pride parade. And I'm super glad about it. Um, what am I reading? I am reading a Bold World, The Bold World by Jody Patterson. Uh, shout out to Bryson Rose, who was my guest for episode 25, my last episode. Um, it's a really, really good book. I have never loved and despised an author so much at one time. Um, if you don't know, guys, I love memoirs. I think that's basically what I've read this year so far. And so to uh, read another memoir, and it really pushed me like, I don't think I like her right now. She's getting on my nerves. And then to essentially go through some of the experiences that she describes in the book, as I'm reading the book, I'm like, okay, I see what she's saying now. Like, I understand where she's coming from. So shout out to you, Jody. You did an amazing job. I'm, I'm, I think I'm like 20, 20 to 50 pages out. So Jody, you've done a remarkable job. And though we have some different experiences, um, your writing is captivating. So, Shout out to you. Are you reading anything? Like right now? Yes, right now. Okay. I'm literally like, I was so look looking at you and listening to you and I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> um, yes, I am. Um, I'm actually, uh, I have with me at all times, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, a classic. Okay. I haven't read it in a minute. So you already read it? I read it. Going back? You know what? I read it when I was young, like young. I'm not, First of all, I read it when I was like a youngin, I should say. Like 17, 18. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so exactly. you were a teenager. When I was a teenager, I read okay. it again in my 20s. Okay. And um, it's like I read it a lot throughout, but okay. I, and I always look at it and I always like know that it's part of my repertoire. Okay. I've given it as a gift to many people, like, and I go through periods, but I think that this is the first time in a long time that I 
like was like intentional about reading it, intentional about following it, intentional okay. about like okay, like my mind is right for it, and mm. it is like it's crazy. Like I'll tell you more, but like it's crazy. It okay. has been very not transformative. I think it's because um like now I understand like I am the master of my life and I can make the money that I make and through my experience that now I'm like all right so how do I get stronger right. mentally and like how do I really push myself and so I'm reading it and my eyes are like open all the time and I'm like nodding like all the time at the book like oh wow oh damn oh you know what I'm saying so I'm really happy I'm really happy to be reading it I have it at, on me at all times and it's just it's been amazing. So okay. That's yes. My book right I, actually, it's so funny that you say that. I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent. But I got, shout out to Chani Nicholas. The honey, you know how important you are to this community. But honey, you are very important to me. I look at Chani Nicholas, if you aren't familiar, is a, well, I think they are, they identify she, her. But uh, she is all about the stars, the planets, where is what's going on okay. in the world. And so I bought her year projection okay. for uh, a sign. So my sign, my rising is Sagittarius. Okay. And so she gave you um, an overview of what Sagittarius rising is going to look like for the rest of the year. Okay, cool. Or for the entirety of 2019. And so... I was supposed to, or I am working through my childhood trauma as it Oof. relates to money. Yeah, that is not cute. Let me just say that this has been a, um, it's been a, a, a long, not a long year, but this, this has definitely been a year of choices and awareness. I'll say, I'll leave it. At oh, that. I like that. That's choices actually, you know what? That's a very good way of putting it because that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, all right, like I want to work through some shit this year right that's it but it's so funny because we're halfway through mm -hmm. uh, we're going into an eclipse season okay. uh tomorrow uh and also we're going to a new moon tomorrow yes oh uh, no today oh it is it today yeah today's july 1st yes but i thought the new moon was like at like two something like oh two yeah, something yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah two yeah, yeah. Or on the second yeah. needless to say i was um i came home last night after work and i um i was crunching the numbers as i do and I asked myself, like, Khadija, are you really comfortable with being broke? And I was like, I think, I think so. Um, I've noticed this year, and I will not go into detail, but I think it's so funny that you bring up this book. And I was just talking to myself last night, like, you know, honey, you're you're used to having little money, and you have worked from that place for a really long time, and. Are you are you making choices that are gonna maintain that, or are you making choices that are gonna like change that uh, in terms of like the actual number that's in your bank account? And so I just think it's so funny that this is supposed to be the year that I'm supposed to address my childhood drama, and we're halfway through. There you go. <laughs> no, but you know what? It takes time because people want it to be like timed, and I do understand that you have to have a thing where it's like, okay, I'm gonna do something within a certain amount of time because I'm planning it. Yeah. But the thing is that. You also have, like, you're also human. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? And, like, you, as you go through something and you undig certain things, yes. then certain other things come out. And yeah. I think it's a practice mm -hmm. of being able to get to the point where you're like, okay, like, I see this and 
I just say, okay, like it's a, something that happened. I know it's going through it. I know it's roots because the mm-hmm. deeper you dig, the more you, you see get where out. things are coming exactly, from. Exactly, yes. you know. And then just being able to be like, okay, like I acknowledge it. Like yeah. I acknowledge that it happened. I acknowledge that it's there. I acknowledge that it's part of me. But like I think most people just stay on it. Yeah. And I'm also one of those people. Like yeah. I stay on certain things. One day I realize that I think about the same things every day. Yes. Like me too. All. And I think we're all like that. Like, yeah. The same thing. Like, I'm like, geez, like, there's so much more that I can there's be thinking about. so many it's other insane. things. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. So, uh, <coughs> all that to say, hi, Chawning, and everybody else who is working through your horoscope, and also just working through 2019, I wish you uh, beautiful things, um, though those things may not look beautiful at that time. Uh, so I have a special guest today. This is my first, do you identify as an illustrator or a visual artist I or a little know. bit of both? I have no idea. Okay. So if you checked out my story today on Instagram, I'll be sure to post some more, but my special Kate, my special guest today is Tatiana. Pronounce your last name for me. Pobla. Pobla. Yes. So I met Tatiana about six or seven months ago, this past Christmas. Emily and I were walking through the Union Square Market, and we stumbled upon Tatiana's booth. Tatiana's work is amazing. Uh, she had this one, she had this one piece with a girl with bubble gum and pink hair. And if you know me personally, you know how I feel about a good pink hair. I've never had it, but honey. Oh, my God. That's how coming. I feel. It, like, I really <laughs> feel it in my spirit. I need to color my hair. And when you see Tatiana's work, you will understand why. So I brought her on the episode um, partially because I have been, if you guys noticed, I've been talking to more artists. So we had uh, Ray Binsock, who was a writer. We had Bryson, who is a super in community activism. And now we got an illustrator. So, and then if you remember JB, JB was a musician of sorts. So, we're going to go back a bit. Tatiana, what are you working on right now? Um, <clears throat> okay. So, I'm working on a project that I've been working on for a while. I think yes. I told you last time. All right. Yes. And I'm going to announce it at the end of the month and start pushing it. Oh, And that's how I feel. And okay. it's... And I just unveiled it to my mom and my siblings. Yes. And like, it's very emotional because it's not even like something huge. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But for me, it's a project that I had in mind for a very long time. Okay. And um, I went through like a period of like not doing it because I was like, I'm going to do something else in order to like build myself as an artist and in order to build my name as an artist. And then um like so like it kind of like always put it to the side and like yeah. i actually started it at first i did it i didn't like how it was okay and i kind of my sister said that i gave up very quickly on it and mm. i was just like i was like no it's not what i want and everything and she's like like you really gave up well, one day she told me that she was like you like gave up like the second it wasn't how you wanted you know what i'm saying she's yeah. like you didn't even push through and i was like <laughs> <laughs> I was so like annoyed at her because like I was talking to her and I was like bearing my soul and then she was just like no she was like nah bro no 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 she's like you didn't do what you would usually do like you just said no you know what I'm saying okay and so I let it be for years mm-hmm. and um 
And so I decided this year, going into the year, yeah. that I was going to pick it up. And okay. it's been me getting the skills that I needed to get in order to go towards it. Yeah. And it's it's the same as what I'm doing right now, but it's like pushing myself a little bit more Okay. as an artist and also like as a designer. And so I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm working on it like a crazy. So yes. I'm working on like the visuals. I work. It's just it's fantastic. Like I am not announcing it, but I'm saying it's coming very soon and I'm very excited and it's very beautiful <laughs> and I'm very proud and I'm like. I don't know. I'm just, I'm super happy to be doing it. Like, I feel very blessed to be doing it and to be like, all right. And I've been like, I don't know. Like, I'm just working on it every day. I'm Guys, working on it every I day. I literally, when did Tatiana and I see each other? Tatiana, like we saw each other literally, I think we saw each other about a month ago. Yes. yes about yes, a yes, month yes, ago, because yes, yes. uh, she's at Union Square every Sunday. Yeah. Um, And we were, t- and I was like, then, so Tatiana, are you working on anything new? And you were like, Yes, but I can't say, yeah. but it's good, and it's coming. <laughs> and I'm good. like, she's still not going to announce this. So you're not announcing this to the end of July. Well, you know what? Because, first of all, I had to give myself a date because I was like, if I continue working on it, I'm going to work on it forever, and I'm not going to uh, put it out. So I said, okay. July, um, I'm doing Curl Fest, July oh, 27th, yes. okay. I think it is. It's a Saturday. And which I can finally say because like I just sent my payment. So like I'm doing Curl Fest. Amazing. If you're out there, it's in Randall Island this year. Randall so, Island. Where yeah. Where is that? I thought it was going to be Prospect Park. It's supposed to be. But I think it got so big last year that they Prospect had to. Prospect Park was just too. It wasn't. Uh, yeah. It can't hold it. That's it. That's so fair. which I'm like, you know what? Good for hashtag you. Growth, that's what I'm hashtag saying. growth. Hashtag growth. I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm for like, bounty and abundance. That's honey. what I said. I was like, Secure I was the proud. Bag, that, you know what I'm saying? I was like. What? Like, so I wasn't even mad. I just said, all right, all right, all right. And it's my first year doing it. And I was just like, all right, you know, like, if I have this, then I'm going to have, like, something. Like, I'm going to have a prelude to it there, too, you know? So right. at Curl Fest, I'm, do- I'm so excited. Well, that's actually something that I'm really working on right now. I sure. could say. If it's not, like, the other project, <laughs> then it would be Curl Fest. Getting sure, making sure that I have, like, a lot of products that are very, um, like... Curly girl friendly? Curly girl pride friendly curly girl pride friendly yeah explain that well meaning just like not like pride pride not like gay pride only but just saying like so that we can be very proud Uh, of what we like of having curly hair okay and so like that's gonna be like something that i'm working on because you know i have like a lot of black girls in general in my art of course so which i always but the thing is this which i was very surprised okay Mm -hmm. when i started at one point my brother because I started first, I was I've been drawing for a long time. All right? Yes, I'm glad that you're gonna take us back a bit. Yeah, Go so for it. I'm I'm gonna take us back. So I've been drawing for a very long time. Actually, I've been drawing since like I was a kid. But in high school, I was like, I know I'm gonna go in the arts. I know I'm gonna go in arts and design. And I have a wonderful mom. She wasn't like you know you should. She was just like go into it like a hundred percent. She's like, this is what you have the skill in so this right. is what you should do like she's like right. don't even try to do it like she's don't don't go into science like she's never been like one of those people who's like you should be a doctor she's like no she's like, <laughs> she's like shout out to you, your mom you know what I'm she has you have what capacity for it like you i cannot see you you will be miserable my child like you cannot concentrate on anything else but art and so like she kept pushing me into the arts and i I went through design, like I have my my associates in fashion. I have my bachelor's in, in landscape architecture and my master's in landscape yes. architecture. Yes. How did landscape like, architecture relate to design? So, okay. 
there's color there so and there's bound yeah. there's there's color there's it's but it, there's color but it's also it also shows you that you should do whatever it is that you want to do because at one point i was in i was i said from the time that i was a child imagine my how my mom is like so intense so i said to her <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be an architect and I'm going to do engineering. Like, that was my thing. I was like, even though I know how to draw, like, I want to go into architecture because okay. I think that that's like, I have a very anal anal analytical, analytical mind. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I like art. But to me, I think that art is too open and I, mm. I need you just wanted to focus on exactly one thing. so I was like an architect architecture pays well it, it pays super well and I was like okay you know and it's very creative yeah and but the thing is that so I, I did a high school magnet program in it and it was mm -hmm. awesome and like great experience I always say if you have a kid that's good at something and there's a possibility of doing magnet programs mm -hmm. to send them in that even if it's just to see if that's going to be what they're going to go into right. because with my mind like I'm one of those people who like needs, you know, like some people can do a million things right. and be good. Me, I need to stay on one thing. Like yes. I'm not like, I can't do it. Like I know a lot of times, like there's like this whole thing of like women are multi, like, first of all, I hate stereotypes like that, but it's like, they'll say like, women you know, you are great multitaskers. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I go to school. I can't work. I'm working. And, and it's just can't me. Can't go to school. You, know you got to focus exactly. on one thing I at have time. to focus. But it doesn't mean that I can't do multiple things in the day. It just means that when I'm on You're one focused. task, I have to be focused. Yeah. You know? And and to me, it's my own way also to be able to process everything that I'm going through. Yeah. Because I like to be able to say, okay, I understand something. Right. And I can move on. And right. like I know like a lot of people li like to see things on the surface, you know, and like yeah. have a general knowledge. But me, right. I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about so many things. It's in it's insane how many <laughs> things I don't care about. Oh, like, I don't care. You're not going to bring me anything. You're not going to be more creative. You're not going to bring me money. You're not, like, I'm just, I don't care. Like, I'm like, I don't know or what's happening. Or you do care. You just have a very specific care. Exactly. So everything else yeah. falls no, by everything the wayside. Everything else, I'm like, you know, sometimes people will be like, do you know about, like, this person like in history or whatever like i'm like unless it's a person that was like inspiring to me like i don't care like i just <laughs> don't care it could be like do you know who the general of this was i'm like you know how long ago that was i don't care like is it relevant exactly to? you know what i'm saying but on the contrary like if you tell me about like someone like I don't know, like uh, like Antonio Lopez, who was mm -hmm. a great fashion illustrator. You know, I'm like, I actively care. Like his work, I was like, I his care. Work exactly, your, exactly, and it, it really did. Exactly, you yeah. know. So, so there's that. And so, like when I wanted to do architecture and engineering, going mm -hmm. back to my mom, she pushed me into that. She pushed me into that into my first year of university. Yeah. And I actually did my first my first two years of university in Florida. Okay. Which is where I grew up. And then, um, but like, I was really bad at it. I was just bad at it. You know, like I was mm. not, I didn't like it. I, engineering, first of all, my first semester, I was like, I think I'm not an engineer. I was like, you know what? Like, it's not for me. I thought I was analytical, but I, I don't want to do science and math for like four years. So I was like, I'm out. 
and then you know what I'm saying I was like you know what you gotta know thyself that's like my thing you know that exactly so I was like uh sorry parents but I'm not doing that and then I went into architecture and at the end I remember I always remember this because it was a shock and it like changed a lot of the course of my life Mm -hmm. but it's still but I'm stubborn so it's still I'm not gonna say I'm stubborn at the time I was stubborn because I'm not putting labels on myself like that (laughs) at the time I was stubborn and so I was just like okay so at the end of the year the um, dean took the two of us and one of them was the worst student and me wow and was like i don't think that you're in you should stay in architecture and i was like you don't know me and then he actually told me i think you should go in more the visual arts or go into um interior design and i was like you don't rule me like i was like i don't know you i stayed one more yeah so hold on just I just want to repeat that real quick. So the dean yeah. took the worst student. The worst student and me. And, and I was looking so at So I'm assuming <laughs> that you're like one of the best students. I was one of the top students in the program. So I was like, what is going on? Like, what's happening? You do know you saying? remember what was... Okay, so yeah. Do you remember what was going through your mind at the time? Aside from the fact that you don't rule me? I do. Because the last project we had to do that year was a project of doing like like I don't remember it was like reconstructing a part of the school all right wow and so like we had to create a maquette and you know at the whole nine and I remember my maquette was like completely interior design like it was blue it was like it was all public art looking it was like Mm. a piece of sculpture and then they were all like this isn't credible but this is intense you know what I'm saying this isn't what we're this isn't what we're looking for at all and I've always kind of gone like even in landscape, mm-hmm. because eventually I went back to landscape because I was like, I have two years of architecture. Like, what am I going to do going somewhere else? And then I was like, and plus, on top of that, I want the title. Oh, the title. The mm. title, which now I gave my my parents my diplomas. Like, take your freaking diplomas. Like, why? Right. You c-? But I'm like, I can't blame them for anything. No, you know, like because at this moment, because if we're going backwards, you really wanted the title. I was exactly. Okay. Exactly. You know, so. It's like the two years, and then when they told me that, I was like, okay, but I still stuck with it. And then Mm -hmm. I left, and I went to Canada because I was like, I feel like I need to figure out my own life. And I'm originally from Canada, so I was like, I need to go back and see what's going on, you know, like with myself. Mm -hmm. And then um, I went back to Canada. I did one year associates in fashion design Mm because I was like, I need to do something that's completely different. Then I took a sabbatical to my parents' sadness. My mom was like, just be a teacher. Just do anything. I don't care. I'm like, wow. You know? Well, because I mean, rent's doing the first. Well, that's it. Exactly. It is. And I I was just taking a bunch of menial jobs. But the thing is that throughout the whole time, Mm -hmm. I was still drawing. Mm -hmm. I was still meeting a lot of people through Mm -hmm. my drawings. I was working freelance. I was working like freelance for magazines. I was getting like a lot of work, but it was like freelance life, you know? And she was just like, you can't sustain yourself like that. It's very difficult to sustain yourself. It is. It is. we will talk about exactly and then she was just like you're young you can do it like go back to university get your degree at least and then you can say okay whatever i do like is what i do Mm -hmm. but 
I wasn't ready. And then when I went back to university, I mm-hmm. was just like, I was lazy with the process. And I still didn't trust myself enough to say, I really want to do art and I want to push myself in Well, the then, because like art. at this point, how could you have trusted yourself? I didn't. You had someone tell you yeah. that like you're great, yeah. just not in the thing <laughs> that you've chosen. And then, so there's that part. And then you yeah. have this other, this other brain of like, but I really, 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 yeah. really want this title. Yeah. Like, And this is something that I'm learning at this moment, too. So many people that I'm around are always, like, trust your instincts, trust your, like, gut reaction. But I want to speak from my personal experience. A lot of my gut reactions have been turned down. Yeah, a lot. Um, And so, it yes, there's a practice of learning to trust your gut instincts, but then there's also an understanding that, like, you may be around a group of people or your own body may reject your gut instinct because of, you know, external stuff, internal stuff. But I just want to say that 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 in of itself is trusting yourself is a practice. It It does not happen with one choice. No, it is. And it is a practice of actually trusting yourself, understanding that you trusted yourself and yourself being right for what it is, whatever it is that you're doing. And then being like, okay, this was right. So then the next time that you have you come up with something right. you can be like well last time i trusted myself and this it went is what well happened. exactly right right and even if it goes bad because the thing is that to say good or bad you know what it's I'm saying? relative it is relative because mm-hmm. like sometimes it's supposed to be bad exactly you know and like the whole thing is if we just keep doing things that we feel are safe like we're not gonna grow you know what i'm saying right and sometimes too and i think that this is the part that i'm like struggling with too Sometimes with things being bad, there are certain lessons that you pick up on that if things were always good, you'd never pick yeah. up on that lesson. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I think it, I I think it's just I think you know uh, what is her name? Felicia. Yes, Felicia Rashad uh, had this great interview about her kids, and mm-hmm. the the interviewer was like, you know, what's something that you really want your kids to have? And she said it's an awareness. Yeah. And I think that's what I think I'm striving for too. And I think with artistry any artist of any medium that's what we're all striving yes to. if i can be more aware i can make more aware choices not yes. necessarily better yeah. or worse yeah. choices but Be- like more educated choices yes you know educating yourself on yourself it is it is me 101 it is and it's fantastic you know like yeah. it's like i don't know it's like i'm not gonna say like i'm enlightened or anything like that but i've always been very self-aware like yeah. i'm i'm very um like sensitive i'm I'm extremely sensitive like that for sure like i've actually in order to protect my inner self i've mm-hmm. had to like get tough on the outside mm-hmm. you know just because i'm like in living in a world and like i basically always had like my 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 whole heart like mm-hmm. not even on my sleeve like just everywhere i'd be like just you out. know what i'm saying i'd just be like out. i'm sad i'm mad you know what i'm saying so like now i'm like no 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 like you it's an emotion like you can control that you know right right so but at the same time, so I've always known and I've, I always know when I make good uh, ju- the choices that I make, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so when I went to school, I was like, this is not the choice for me. I was like that after the first semester. This is not the choice for me. I was like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the people. I don't like the school. I don't like the program. But I stayed with it for four years. I was serious. I was like, I'm going to. And even because I ended up staying with it for four years, because in the end, it's like a professional program where you're supposed to work at the end as a landscape architect. Nothing else. You know, like you're 
do you just go into a job like as a landscape architect no apprenticeship nothing right so i was like you know what i'm i started it i might as well do the four years i'm not gonna like switch into another program right it was the hardest thing of my life like to this day i don't have a good experience and i know i know i'm not a good landscape architect you know i see some projects that people make and i'm like they're awesome me i would not be able to do that but that being said I realize I'm not a good landscape architect in the classical sense. Right. Because if you give me a public art project, yeah. I can make sure that it fits well within the landscape. That right. you know, like you're looking at certain things that landscape architects wouldn't look at. Right. Because they're so focused on like the landscape and they're so focused on precedence. Right. While I'm focused on like making sure that the bridge of like landscape architecture and art would be like brought together. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm able to like look back. One day I woke up after like I stopped practicing and mm-hmm. I was like, forget this. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I studied this. Like I have yes. my master's in this. Like I know what I am doing. Like I'm not gonna let like somebody else tell me what you what, what I can yeah. and cannot do. Yeah. And it changed everything. But I had to go into art. You know, I had to yeah. like push you my had to art come through. from your own perspective. I had to come from my own perspective in order to be able to say, okay, you know, like I trust myself. I trust my work. And that's why I told you, I don't know if I'm an illustrator per se, because I, I know where I want to go. Right. And I also know like my skill level. Right. So I know like, yeah, I, I am an illustrator. I classically, I am an illustrator. Mm -hmm. Like, and through experience, I am an illustrator, but also like I can, I can do fabric. I can work on like landscapes, you know, Mm -hmm. I can work on exteriors. So it's, to me visual artist exactly so technically it would be more a visual artist right but we're also trying to make sure we catch all of the things well that's we're it trying to get all of the exactly jobs. exactly yes. but it's also like the things that i know the skills that i have in and i know like where i want to push myself so mm-hmm. the day that i stopped calling myself a landscape architect it was the most like freeing day of my life i was like you know what i'm not a landscape architect like I don't care. Like I just don't care. Like and also just like the value of like labeling yourself. It yes. And or not labeling or yourself not, but yes. feeling like you just how do you create space for yourself? Yes. Even with how you label yourself yes. or how you identify yourself. You know what? And that was like intense. It was like for years I struggled with it. I was mm-hmm. like I am a landscape architect, but I I'm also in art, but I'm not officially an artist because it's not like people um necessarily like validation of course of right. people and i'm like because it's not like people know me as an artist they know me more in landscape architecture right i didn't go to art school so i was always like oh but i didn't go to art school like right. all these like things that i put in myself that we all put in ourselves you know right. like these limitations as well as like these things that you think you're supposed to do right and it was just it was just too much it was just like my sister, every year, we would have a conversation about this. I was like, I want to, I'm a landscape architect, but I know where I want to go, and I know the things that I want to do, and they're all in art, and they're all in design, and they're all, like, all the people that I respect in the field are not necessarily landscape architects. And she was just like, well, you could be both. And I was like, but I don't feel like I'm both. And right. so right now, I'm neither, you know? Right. And one day, I was like, no. I was like, I'm, I don't feel like a landscape architect. I'm not a landscape architect. But, like, when I decided to be, like, like only two years ago, I said I'm an artist for the first time. Yeah, and like I felt like, oh my god, like my whole life changed by just giving myself that permission, mm-hmm. and not that permission to give myself that. Mm. You know, what I'm saying like, just being like, you know what, like, to thyself be true, mm-hmm. and it is one. It's freaking YOLO. Like you know, what I'm saying like, yeah. it's just I was just like, 
what am I waiting for? Like, I'm waiting for somebody else to tell me. Right. I'm waiting to be 80. I don't know what I was waiting for. No. I was like, I don't know what I'm waiting for anymore. Like, I was like, obviously, people are buying my art. <laughs> Come on. Which is crazy, because we also bought her art, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because, like, it's funny because people buy my art all the time, mm-hmm. and now I'm used to it. But mm-hmm. at the beginning, I was like, <gasps> really? <laughs> <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I always wanted to know, like, what they were going to do with it. And, like, I would, I was not shy. Like, if somebody was, like, that, who I thought was my typical client, yeah. I would be like, why are you getting this? Is this for someone else? Why do you like it? What do they? What did they say? They just were like, I like it. And I was like, yeah, but why? Like, I really wanted to know. I wanted to be like, what's happening? Because I had a clear vision of who I thought was going to love my work. I thought right. it was going to be black girls. I was like, right. it's that simple. It's going to be black girls. But then it wasn't. It yeah. was everyone. Like, I get love from everyone. There's some people that as soon as I see, I'm like, no, I know you're not going to like my work. And it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I'm Knowing not your audience. To, that's it. And that's it. And I move on. But like, at the beginning, I didn't understand that it was the person and mm. not just the color mm-hmm. so i came at it like oh okay yeah you know and then it wasn't and then i was just like whoa because mm-hmm. i was just i don't know i was just like whoa like mm-hmm. like and then but once i understood that like it's not the person it's a person that purchases it so right and i think that's true of any art form like i think every artist has an intention and an audience that they're striving to reach but what is, I think, so beautiful about music, about writing, about dance, about art in all mediums is that I think some of the most influential art um, has been art that has had the ability to speak to a bunch of different experiences. It's almost like you're tapping into this through line yeah. of like, what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be compassionate? What yeah. does it mean to feel pain? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, duh, your yeah. work reaches Yeah, but so I'm telling you people. now, now I'm like, oh, I get it. But, yeah, at, but the at the time, time I, I was like, I totally see that. Cause w- you, yeah, you're thinking about you. You're also yeah. coming into this like, like a newbie, newly yeah. self-affirmed, <laughs> exactly. like we, like I'm coming. That's I'm it. That's it. That's it. So it made a difference. But I definitely want to talk about too mm-hmm. transitioning from architecture, which mm-hmm. is a very stable job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nine to five, basically. Yeah. So what was that transition like going from, first of all, what was that transition like going from the full time to the freelance? And then now, are you still a freelancer? And talk no, to me. I haven't been a freelancer in two years. So, yeah, talk to me about the transitions from full time to freelancer to what are you doing now yeah. and how does that work? Well, so, um, so I was full time for mm-hmm. a few years. So basically, I practiced for about eight years okay okay and i was a full-time like worker going to work nine to five Mm -hmm. um for one year then i had a very fluid um schedule for like three years meaning that i was a consultant Mm -hmm. and um the company that i was working for i was working nine to five but the company that i was working for was in another province it was in ontario and i was in quebec Quebec. Mm -hmm. and so i would just go in and like once or twice um i I think it was once a month if i if i'm not mistaken and just stay there for a week like really be in person and be able to like go through the whole process Mm -hmm. and 
Um, but the thing is, I've never practiced landscape architecture as like somebody else. Like I never sat at an office doing drafting work for like hours, like a lot mm. of the, my peers. So the first year I did that, the the three years after that, when I was a consultant, mm-hmm. I was in a consultant in sales. So I would actually have um, clients in Montreal mm-hmm. who, well, in the Quebec area who were French speaking clients. Mm-hmm. And I was the um, like the representative for the people that were in Ontario. Mm. So I was there to really meet them and uh, to basically like speak to them about the pro- the, the project, sell a lot of their, uh, the, the, the things that they were doing because they were a major construction company. Mm-hmm. And like, so it was mostly that. And then I would draw like if it had to do, like if the person was interested in the project. So mm-hmm. then I would go and actually draft the project, uh, not the full project, but like the proposals. Mm-hmm. And so that was very interesting because it showed me that I really love. Sa- I've always known I love sales because my father is actually like has been a salesman for as long as I know. Like my parents have been entrepreneurs basically their whole lives. Amazing. So um, like I always knew like I like that. Like I always knew I was going to eventually be have my own business. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened. After three years, the company was bought and mm-hmm. my my thing was eliminated, which I think it should be. I, now I'm looking back because at the time I was like, ah. But that, now I was like, no, I was not that needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like the, the projects were outside of Quebec and I was there to like represent them. But it wasn't like I brought in like trillions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that I be the first person to go. And so when that happened after like the moment of depression. Yes. Um. And the only reason I had a moment of depression, actually, which is something I rarely talk about, but I do talk about it once in a while because now I'm more open to it. But before yeah. I wasn't is when I had the consultant job, I opened a boutique. And wow. Yeah. And it was uh, the most adorable boutique. And it was completely like all my stuff was in the boutique. So it was just me. Um, it was actually an atelier boutique. So it was me creating a lot of the stuff in the boutique and also like selling it in the front of the boutique. Okay. And it was like tiny, tiny, tiny. And mm-hmm. it was just like me representing myself as an as my first attempt of to be like, OK, I'm an artist. Right. And like this is the type of things that I do, you know. Right. Even though at the time I wasn't calling myself an artist, but I was still like putting Trying, it out. You're there. like exactly. walking into that. Exactly. And so that's when I really started to be like doing like the girls mostly. Mm-hmm. And also like getting my color palette, understanding like, OK, because I had a background in design. So I was like, okay, this is, you know, how you create a collection. This is how you create something from scratch. This is how you make the space be yours. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, I was always walking the line of the boutique and of doing the consultation. Mm-hmm. And the boutique wasn't, it wasn't, um, it was not profitable. And so right, I had to close it. But right. I took a minute to close it because I was still kind of like, I have, to, I want the boutique to work. But I didn't know right. how to make it work. I wasn't learning right. how to make it work. I was I was like, I want the boutique to work. I basically like, if you build it, it will come type of thing. Right, okay? right. And it's not, that's what I learned now from that experience that it's not what happened. And so when I, um, when I, I lost the job or mm-hmm. when I, when I was uh, fired from the job, then I actually still had the boutique and I had to be like, shit, because a lot of the times, like since it wasn't profitable, it was mm-hmm. just paying enough. Like, right. it's like it's not like it's paying me. Right. And at the time I wasn't like, well, how do I make it work? I was like completely lost. Right. Completely lost. And so I, I basically was like, all right, what do I do? 
I instead of moving and being active, I went into depression. I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> which is actually what happened with Jody Patterson after which this is not the same. But the way that she described it is I think it's kind of similar. Um, her dad passed away in the book. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. Oh, I know, right. <laughs> um, but she did when I remember reading this section of the book and I was like, she needs to help herself. She needs to like talk to somebody. People are trying to help her and she's not even trying to help herself. But there are these moments that really, really, really like take you down. And it's yeah. just like, okay, I've had an I've had enough. Yeah. I, I'm ready to sit down. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was one of those moments for me. And I had a like but I think it was also when that happened, it's exactly that. It's like I needed to talk to someone, mm-hmm. you know. But instead, what I did is at the time, I didn't have, I wasn't in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I seeked out my comfort in a relationship. Right. And I entered a relationship at that exact moment, like not even like three months after like this had happened. And I right. think it was like basically I did it. I think it was like one month to tell you. I think it was like the same day. Right. <laughs> it was like it was super, super close. And um basically when I entered that relationship, like it changed a lot in my life. Like, I don't know. It's I'm not gonna say it was a bad relationship. Right. Okay. Because that would be like that would be saying that it, I was powerless in the relationship. Right. It's just that what happened at the time I was turning 30. So mm-hmm. everything happened at the same time. Me having uh, losing the job, me having to close the boutique. I waited six, six more months. I, if not, oh, yeah, about six more months to close the boutique completely. And then me entering that relationship, all mm-hmm. uh, happened at the same time. And it was all things that were extremely important at that time. So the losing the job thing, it, it wasn't like the end of the world, mm-hmm. but the boutique thing was the end of the world to me. Mm-hmm. And then getting into this relationship. So I got into a relationship with an older man, mm-hmm. okay, who it doesn't matter. But, like, from the start, he told me, I already have a kid who wasn't a child. But I already mm-hmm. have a kid, and I've already been married, and I don't want to get married again, and I don't want children. Well, he was very clear about he his was, boundaries. He was clear, so clear. Like, can I tell you, like, so clear about his boundaries, okay? And I was like, well, we can't date. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then he was like, "Mm, okay, like, let's just keep going out. And me Uh, in that moment of knowing and seeing that this is what the person wanted. I was still like, let's try it. Let's try it. And I remember right before we moved in together, I was like, I can't move in with you because I feel like we're going to be together for a while. And you said specifically that you didn't you want, don't want children and you don't want to get married. And you want children and you want to get married. Exactly. And the thing is that the culture in Quebec is very specific. Mm-hmm. It's 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 historical. But at the end of the day, a lot of people don't have kids and a lot of people don't get married. Wow. So, yeah. And it's like very like it's common. Most people live common law. And, right. and sometimes even if they do have children, they're still common law. They just don't get married. Hmm. And like so he was one of those people. And mm-hmm. I was just like, but I'm not one of those people. I don't, that's not my culture. Like, that's not my background. That's not what right. I believe in. And that's not, you know, and I was still like. That's also not what I desire. And that's not what I desire. So I remember very specifically when we got together and I was like, I'm going to, like, he was like, just move in with me. Like, I have a house. I have everything. You don't have to worry about anything. And I was like, 
that sounds so good. It does. <laughs> like that sounds it so does. nice. That sounds so nice. And so I moved in with him and I remember telling him I don't and he was like I, he was like if I'm asking you to move in with you it's because I want to go further with you. Right. And so I was like okay, but going further for you looks exactly. different than it did for him. Right. Okay? Right. And I always th- tell people that be- and I always tell people now like also not even now at one point during the relationship I was like people tell you what they they feel or they tell you what they want and then you're just like i'm not gonna listen because you want to do whatever you want to do yeah you're and thinking about like the end goal that you see exactly and maybe dismissing the actual you're thing that they're saying but they're saying it antithetical or exactly like against what you're talking about exactly right. and so i got i and then we were together for almost seven years we were together six years wow yeah and it was it wasn't a good time like it was just personally between like not being able to f- feeling like i wasn't able to to express myself and then like being in a relationship where i was like every year everybody was like are you getting married like you guys are together like what's happening seeing all like so many people that like had didn't have a boyfriend like get married and it wasn't even like i care about marriage that's what that's what worse i don't care about marriage like marriage is the end of life mm-hmm. it was just at that time i was putting so much of my energy on like the whole marriage baby thing i'm like 30 i have to be married and have a baby mm-hmm. like 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 that whole weirdness of it mm-hmm. that like i wasn't seeing anything else i was getting satisfaction from nothing else mm-hmm. i was like miserable it was a weird time and then w- he was already in, in construction mm-hmm. in and he was like, let's start a company together because you're a landscape architect. And we did. Right. And the company was amazing. Like amazing. it was it was landscape services. It was like, you know, so many things. But it was still not what I wanted to do. Right. And I was just like, this is insane. You know what I'm saying? And then like because we were in a in a relationship together, we did the payment structure in a way, like the like yeah, basically the salary structure in a way where I was like, he was like, well, it's for the household. And then I was like, yeah, you're no, you're right, whatever. And so I was barely getting paid, but I was like, wow. but I have the freedom to do whatever I want. But at the same time, like I, it was like the most. It's not what you wanted. It was the weirdest, messiest thing. And my parents were like, what the hell? And my mom was like, my, my sister was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's like, it was just very weird. It was just very weird situation. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, I just felt like, I remember very specifically, I went to get my master's, mm-hmm. okay? I was, I went to get my master's in 2014 mm-hmm. or 2013, and then I went in, in landscape, of course. Of course. And uh, again, because you know what? They were like, oh, if you have your, ma- your bachelor's, we, you can get your master's now, and it takes one year. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, that's nice. So dumb. Like I went again. I was like, oh my god. At the end of the masters, I remember specifically um, my mom. So I went to Haiti for the mm-hmm. first time as an adult, which is where my mom is from. Amazing. For three months, I took a sabbatical. That was my my graduation gift, and it changed me completely, completely. Mm-hmm. It was the first time that I was in my mom's country. That I was where my great grandparents and my parents, my grandparents had walked like when they were kids. Mm-hmm. I was on like. I saw where she grew up. I saw everything. And it opened my eyes to like more than what I was feeling because I was feeling I was always feeling something. Mm -hmm. And it was it was often not positive, you Mm -hmm. know. And so when that happened, I went to Haiti. I took a trip. And one day I I did like 
a very deep prayer because I pray a lot. Mm -hmm. But this one day I was like, I need my ancestors to come inside and like awaken whatever is inside of me and give me that power because I feel like I'm drowning Mm -hmm. and I feel like I have no direction and I feel like my life is over and I feel like all these things that I don't want to feel and I've given all my power to everyone and everything Mm -hmm. but myself. And so I remember sitting there and I was like, I'm going to pray for the next three days. And at the end of this prayer, I want to be able to really see. And my mom was like, you're going to have to really be open because whatever it is that you hear, mm-hmm. you're going to have to, to follow. follow. Exactly. Right. right. And I was like, oh, girl, <laughs> I was like, you're always about business. Yeah. <laughs> but she was right. She was right. like, you are asking like the deepest connection of the universe to you yeah. and you're not preparing yourself for it. She's like, you're going to have to follow it, whatever it is. She's right. like, but you know, she was more like, I I hope it's about like not being with this man, like all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like, honey, I done already talked to the ancestors. I'm putting them on line too. I done already whispered to them. You just go ahead and give them on in. You be ready because I already told them what you need to do. You just get them. You just call them on in because I've been talking to them already for real. We about to do a one two hit a quitter to attack. You know what I'm saying? That girl was ready for me. She was like, she's like, girl, you asking, honey? Because I've been talking. She was so ready. She was like, ooh. Let me let me show you what to do. She she asked. She asked. She not only did she ask. I think she was. That's why she brought me to on that trip because she was too ready for it. She was like, "Yo, like it's time." She's like, "I've been brewing." I'm over this. I don't know if you over it, but I don't really care where you at. I'm over it. She was. She was over it. She was over it. She was so like she didn't even pretend. She was like, "You need to leave." You need to stop. You need, and I was like, you need to get on my business. And she's like, I can't talk to you about this, but I will talk to you about this. And she wasn't, she wasn't joking. Yeah. And and my three day prayer thing, like one night, I had two dreams that I would that was that were important to me when I was in 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 Haiti. The first dream was actually not a dream. It was I. Well, it was a dream because I woke up feeling like there was my body was no longer my body. Like something came out of me, a breath. Mm. And I woke up and I told my mom there's been a death in the family. I don't know why that was the first thing that happened to me, but my father has been sick a few years, like for a few years. And I thought Mm -hmm. it was him. So I was panicked. And my mom was like, I got to call your dad because you're too, like you're too intense. And she called my dad and it was my grandmother, actually his mother. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that's for me. I know that that's for me being so open to everything, you know? Right. So I was like, okay. So I was like, all right. Like, that's like when I was starting to feel more like myself, like I'm within myself. Mm -hmm. And then the second time, it was basically um, my dream was because I specifically asked about my relationship and mm-hmm. I saw in the dream that I was not with this man and that I was doing my art. Wow. And so I was like, I got to get out of that situation right. in order to be myself. you know. Right. And it's weird because the thing is that like in the Haitian, my mom is from Haiti. My father is from Benin. So in our culture, it's it's. There's a history of voodooism, right? But there's also a, a, a history of being extremely connected to the land and the culture and mm-hmm. um, and the ancestry. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I haven't when my parent when we were kids, my parents were always forcing us, you know, libations and saying like, you know, you have to always when you pray, pray to your grandmother, make sure that you stay connected to that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like, yeah, okay, doing it automatically. But this was the first time where I, as an adult, actively exactly looked for it. 
I looked for it, and it, that's it. And I also felt like because I was in the land where my grand my grandparents were, and I knew their history and their stories of being mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and like being pushing forward, that mm-hmm. I had that courage where I was like, it runs through my my blood. Yeah, like it's there. Like I have to go in and get it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that made a huge difference for me, and that was the start of me finding myself again. And so after I went back to Canada, I. And I had finished my master's. I finished everything. Mm-hmm. One day, I cried, like, the whole day. I was on a boat. I was on a yacht with friends. And we were like, hey, champagne, hey, hey. And I went into the bathroom, and I cried. And every time they would talk to me, I was crying. I cried. I was like, I am not happy. I was just like, I'm not happy. I need to get out of this. And then I started meditating. I started practicing meditation, which changed my life. Yeah. I started to be like, I have to like take control of my life. Mm-hmm. I started to take control of my mind because mm-hmm. I was very emotional until then all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I started to be like, I want to go full time, but I had to prepare myself. So I was like, I had the business. It was not, it was, it was with somebody else. I was mm-hmm. like, you can take the business. I just want one contract to sustain me. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. I I took that contract. I removed everything that was extra. I was like, no more credit cards, no more going out, no more anything. I need to move in with my parents, which was sad to me. But my pa- my father was like, you need to come home. He's like, <laughs> he's like, you That's just so sweet you know that saying? they welcomed you home. Yeah, though. they were just like, I don't care what you do. You need to leave. And I took the time to cry and to be like, why did you mess up so bad? And to be gentle to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and now I'm ready to do art. Mm-hmm. and then that's it so the first year i had the contract and then after the first year i was like i need to be able to sustain myself on this mm-hmm. and now it's been two years since i'm hustling and i'm pushing and i'm just like at the beginning of my plan but i'm very 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 pleased and not but and i'm very 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 pleased yes yes which i am pleased too yes so many things were covered usually guys i usually ask way more questions but that's yeah. basically covered <laughs> A lot of the things we may have to get you back because we still didn't talk about like the nuts and bolts of like, what are some things that you, well, that will be my last question. Okay. So going from a freelancer Mm -hmm. to what do you do now? So I do art full time. So, but you don't call it freelancing because. No, because I do art full, like that's my job. That's my job. That's my profession. Like I don't freelance, like I don't work for other people. Oh, at all. So like, your income is based on what you create exactly. and it is enough to sustain exactly. you. Exactly. Okay. And that's why you saw me and that's why you saw me and my stuff at the holiday market last year. Because I was like, I want to be able to not have to do commercial work. And so like a lot of, I, but I, I am open to commercial work, but it depends on the project. Like now I really have to be like, you have to be everything that I stand for. Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Which right. is amazing because right. at first it wasn't. Right. Um, and so, and I've turned down a lot of work, which I was like, <laughs> like you can turn down work. I was very pleased. But um, it's just been where I decided, okay, I want to live off my work. And I have to say, there's been one thing that's been a big change, a major change, is that I got married. Right. I met my husband like maybe i met my husband while i was breaking up which i always tell him is so funny he's like i'm like 
because I was like cautious and I was like, I don't think we should go out. And my mom, right. my mom was like, you prayed for this. Like you actually prayed for you something. Exactly. And so she's like, you have to like follow your intuition and you have to follow like right. the person. She's like, you don't need 20 years to know if this person right. is good. You know, it's not everybody takes you can exactly. be with somebody 20 years and they can be the worst. Well, I was with someone for almost seven years and in the end we didn't get married. And so I had told him like when we met the day, the day we met, I think we were separated just every time like we were separated especially since i still go back and forth between canada and here we've mm -hmm. been separated but like we met and then i was just like i think this is the person like i've mm -hmm. i'm going to build my life with you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and so it helps that he's also an artist because when i met him he was like on his stuff and he was like i'm doing i'm selling like i'm doing this and so together we were able to be like okay like i'm extremely like business minded and extremely like we got to do certain things mm -hmm. and he's extreme with his experience as well as like the fact that he grounds me and he he pushes me mm -hmm. um he encourages me and pushes me to like push myself more mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like we're i've grown so rapidly with him like i've grown in being in this relationship but right. also being in this space and also being in myself right. has helped me grow so much you were ready for it i was ready for it you know what i'm saying and right. so like every year i'm able to grow more and more and like i've grown my online sales i've grown like my in-person sales i did the market last year for the yeah. first time because i was like i want to be able to push myself yes. out there you know and so like that's what we're doing like we're just we're just pushing 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 but like i don't have a day off i will say that and being like that i don't take commercial work like there's times if my bank account is lower I'm like, well, that's your fault. And so I have to like be out there grinding. I have to be in the heat sometimes, in the cold sometimes. But I love it. Like I it's your I, work. It's you my work. And a hundred percent. And I would I'm like, if I would go and do it for somebody else, I think I could do it for myself. Right. And it's been the most fantastic thing in the world. So I'm really happy. Like yeah. I know I know a lot of people, you know, sometimes I say, Don't like if you're gonna I I suggest that if somebody's gonna leap from a job to their own thing that they have a little bit of backing like mm -hmm. meaning save some money and do it or yeah. if you can keep your job back in the days i would have been like go ahead but i say no because the thing is that what happens you start to focus so much on the money that you're making in the new like mm -hmm. in your new venture that sometimes you're not able to breathe and it's mm -hmm. very difficult and i know some people are like put your back to the wall but i'm like let's get serious like this was like maybe in 1800s when like rent was like two dollars you right. know what i'm saying like i'm like it's not yeah. the same thing yeah it's not the same thing i am going through a similar transition hmm i don't know hmm hmm i think I would say that I've gotten very used to making big leaps and having mm. stress after. So I will say that I am interested okay. in what it means to have a little bit of cushion. Because mm -hmm. actually, that's not that's not fair. This recent leap, I did have a little bit of cushion. And it was a little bit helpful, but I think I needed a bigger cushion. Yeah, but you know, that's things that you learn. Yes. Like, I, as I said, I'm learning. You're learning that, it. like... I'm I'm starting to see some patterns. I am one of those people that's like I got nothing to lose. Yeah, me too. But I think especially now I am learning what I what I value, what I don't want to lose, which yeah. is sanity. Yes. Above uh, all. Yes. Um and then too as a creative, so much of what so much of I think so much of what I love is what my is my ability to create yes. and to be open to what I'm supposed to be creating in that moment. 
And I do know that it's really, really difficult to think about that when you're like, how is like, how am I going to, how is it about to be paid? You know what I'm saying? But it is, it is worrisome. Like when I first started, if I didn't have that tiny cushion, I know that I would have like, cause of my, I still had credit cards to pay. Like I still had like certain things. Right. I still, had, I still, still have student have loans expenses. to pay. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain things, even though you can like mitigate and be like, okay, you know, but there's certain things that are like, until they're done being paid, they're going to, they're going to keep, gonna keep coming. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's, and it's fine. And it's, it's like, I don't mind that so much, but I think the old way of being like, just jump, jump. jump. I'm like, yes, you can jump, but you can jump with like, you can jump with, why can't you jump like with like knowing at least that, you know, if you jump, for instance, if God forbid this month didn't go well, that, okay, you know what? I have a little bit like, so I don't have right. to like cry or, and, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's not necessarily crying because you can do so many things, but sometimes yeah, you can get it's still life. Exactly. But sometimes you it's still life. Right. You know, like something might happen where suddenly you need cash. Right. Just so simple. Right. And that one time that you're worrying about the cash, then. Right. And I also think too, like if you're, I always think about it, just logically speaking, like in terms of purpose, mm-hmm. um, are you putting yourself in a position that's so stressful that you can't really put your footsteps in your purpose mm-hmm. is what I think about. Because I will say, like I've said before, if you know me personally, I am I'm sad rising. I think that's a part of that. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out when I get there. In truth, and I want to be very, very uh, transparent, it has really paid off. I moved to New York City with like $400 to my name. I have done, I have like done things for free that really weren't supposed to be free. I have like made huge leaps. And like I said, and it has paid off. And that's fantastic. And so I feel like for me personally, I have the practice of taking leaps. Yes. I don't have as much practice at in building. Yes. I'm very quick to be like, oh, I'll just go and yes. figure it out. And I just, for me personally, I want to learn a different skill. So yes. I highly encourage folks, if you have one skill in saving, maybe then that is time for you to take the lead. Yeah. Uh, but if you have. I agree with that 100%. You're so right. If you have the practice of leaping, yes. honey, maybe put two feet on the ground. Yes. <laughs> but or at least ten, save 10% of your, of whatever money comes in. You know right. what I'm saying? So that you can say, okay. Because, listen, I didn't leap for, I, I leapt. And then I was not leaping, and now I'm leaping again. Right, and I see just balance. The, the, exactly. Right. And it is important to leap. I don't care what anybody says. And even now, I'm like, okay, how am I pushing it myself? Right. But, but the leaps look different over they do. time. And also, if you're being honest, like this whole thing of like being a starving artist to me is tired. Because you can eat as anything that you do in this life you right. know what i'm saying like right. there's too many people to, that think that no i'm okay because that's how no like there is abundance it's not abundance for people who make cars and right. abundance for people who are engineer it's there is abundance right. for people who are willing to go and like get their lives right and so get your life and that Girl. means getting paid yes. you know what i'm saying yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. simple. Like, yeah. let's get serious. There's nothing wrong with that. There's mm-hmm. nothing, n- nowhere in the world is it meaning like, oh, I'm an artist, so like, I'm not gonna, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's similar to what you were saying that that we were talking about earlier, just that labeling. Like, if you, 
if you continue to identify as a starving artist, you will probably continue Ooh. to be a starving artist. Girl, do you know how much starvation you will have? Oh, so But ugly. if you invite that you are a working, abundant, self-sustained artist, you probably will be. And then you'll create more beauty. It's just that yeah, simple. Yeah, and you'll be able to you don't sit have to worry in your about art that. with That's the comfort. It. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So we have to definitely get up out of here. You can find Tatiana mm -hmm. on Instagram. Yes, you can. You can find her on Facebook. Um, kind of. It's at it's at uh, Tatiana Pobla Studio on Facebook, and everywhere else is Tatiana Pobla. Tumblr. Uh, no, I think I haven't been on Tumblr since like 2015. Okay. Okay, so on Instagram, I'm definitely on there. Yes. All okay. The time. So yeah, <laughs> girl. On Facebook, I'm. Sometimes on there, but I do check it occasionally. I just don't like Facebook. I never have, though. I'm not yeah. like, you know. That's not your thing. Yeah, exactly. And my website, and I have this thing where if you send me an email and like, I, you know, like I'm very transparent. Like I answer all the time. I, I answer DMs all the time. You I do. Don't have a I, yeah. Yeah. That's how she and I reached out. Yeah. So, yes. Um, and then you can catch you at every Sunday. No. Well, now I'm it's the season. So I'm like throughout all everywhere. But if you follow me on Insta, TatianaPobla.com. No, well, I just got confused. This is so old school. So if you follow me on Insta at TatianaPobla, yes. I usually post um, where I am for the weekend. Amazing. So you can see it like on my feed and throughout like the whole time that I'm there on my stories. And you can also just send me a DM. I'll tell you like exactly where I am, like wherever I am. Amazing. And we can catch you at Curl Fest. Yes. Which is July 27th. Saturday, July 27th. Yes. Which I'm going to try to make it. Y'all, I might have to go to work because you go. <laughs> you go. Let's try going. But as always, I want you to make it live. I want you to make it breathe. I want you to make it whatever you want to make it. If you yeah. want to make it leap, cool. If you want to make it bound, cool. But as always, guys, I just want you to make it. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.